Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? You know, Sean Connery recently passed. Yeah. Uh, the other day they were doing a James Bond, Sean Connery marathon. And I thought of this trivia question that I'm going to ask you. Um, the guy that plays our email song before we read the emails. Yeah. Uh, if, if he was James Bond, he would be agent. Double. Oh, Steve. All right. <laughs> did you like that one? Yeah, I did. Okay. Double O, Steve. Um, Rashad Simmons. Ba ba ba. Okay. She's black, but not Ados. What's Eidos mean? It's it's um, it's uh, it's the descendants. Of, I I don't ever know the acronym, but it's uh, American descendants of slavery. That's what it is. Got you. Sorry, it takes all me right. a minute to put all my letters together. Yo, I had to get up out of bed after hearing you and Aries discuss Cammy Harris. Cammy Harris. See, he's. Black, but not Ados. You meant to say she, Rashad. Goddamn, you're not even a whole two lines into this motherfucker. And already I'm giving you $10. Jesus. Um, on her college application, she identified and checked the box Indian. Now, as a prosecutor, it's not her job to lock up innocent black men. But then again, this is America with the three Ks. So maybe it is. Those trance truancy laws that disproportionately jailed us were her inception. Even after all her angst and vitriol against her, I could forgive her, but the bitch never atoned. So the long short of it, fuck that bitch. <sighs> Do you want to start first? No, I'm going to let you go on this one. Are you going to go at all? Yeah. I'll oh, go. okay. Uh, listen, 
I want to give you the cliff notes of of the of the rant that I did um, on social media, particularly Instagram, where I said, "God, I, I really want to give you the cliff notes because I don't want to get into this whole thing because it becomes tiresome." Um, first of first of all, yeah, she was a prosecutor. Her job was to prosecute. Um, I wish black people we need to stop acting like every single black person that's put through the system is innocent. Some people need to be locked up. It reminds me of that Richard Pryor joke when he was like him and Gene Wilder visited a prison in uh, yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. And he said, you know, he was going to the brothers, show the brothers the love, support the brothers. And the interviewer asked him, so what did you think of the experience? He said, thank God they got penitentiaries. <laughs> um, black, Indian, Jamaican, I know she's part Jamaican. Let's stop, black people. Let's stop. Uh, because the fact of the matter is, we gonna have our we have our first female black vice president, um, and I don't give a fuck what type of black you are. If you Haitian black, uh, Bohemian black, or Aborigine black, Jamaican black, African American black, whatever black you are, do you think that if the cops were to pull her over or 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 a black person who's Jamaican or any kind of black over and go, you know, my intent is to kill you and fuck with you. Wait a minute, officer. I'm not black. I'm Jamaican. Does the officer then go, oh, well, now that you've said that, go on your way. To him, black is black. So let's stop always trying to define what real blackness is. Because if your skin is as dark as mine, your nose is as wide as mine, your lips are as big as mine, and your hair is as kinky as mine, you are black. I don't give a fuck what part of black you are. Your ass is seen by that racist cop as you're looking down the barrel of a gun as a nigga. So let's stop doing that. Because, and, and, and again, I know, I know, I know. Joe Biden, super predator. Uh, he did some fucked up shit. And, and I'm not excusing that. But at some point, if, if, as you use the word here, atone. At some point, if someone made a mistake and they're trying to make amends and they're trying to, you know, make up for what they did. I'll take this as a hell of an apology, giving us our first black female vice president. How long do we hold somebody's feet to the fire for some shit they did in the past? I don't understand that. Um, I understand the frustration, though. Because, I, I do, too. Because there was things that she could have done differently. She had the power to do them. She ha- did have the power to do them differently. But as you just said, her job as the prosecutor was to prosecute. And when she was the AG, her job is to make sure that the prosecutors are prosecuting. So I think she was, yeah, she was the Attorney General of California, wasn't she? I believe so. Okay. So, uh, but she also, they can also choose how to enforce justice, how, how much... Uh, you know, making d- deals uh, for certain crimes, letting people uh, go, uh, not finding... There's, there's other ways that she could have handled some of it, so I understand the frustration, but when uh, we're looking, and I said this before, they're always looking for a way to make... They're always trying to bring up DNA in a way. But here's, here's my other side of uh, this uh, question that I have for you. Mm-hmm. Because, see, you kind of said two different things now. Because you said she's black, you know, she's the first black vice president. But when we talk about 
Puerto Ricans, the the Hispanic culture that it's mixed in with black culture. Right. Like I said, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans. Um, you said they're not black though, but those if if they were let they walk down the street and they're treated just black like just like every uh, everybody else who's black. So you you've said it one way where they're not black, and now you just said she's 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 the first black vice president. So are you are you open to that interpretation changing of what's black? Because you you said before like Puerto Ricans aren't black. I never said they weren't black. You said they're not. I, I said they always go. I'm not black. I'm not black. Okay. And you are black. So I never said that. Okay. I thought before you said that. No, no I'm not they're that. not part. Okay. But here now now that being said, so now that they're black, uh, and I'm confirming that with you. Here's my problem with it because when he does talk about American descendants of slavery, do, to me, and, and don't lose your point, okay. but just I I, I, I read. I have some new emails in my phone that are not part of what I have printed up because this, what I have printed up is a carryover from, from what we had in Orlando. But I do have one in my phone where someone said something about even Joe Biden, would he, that, that thing about super predators or something like that. He didn't actually say. It was debunked. Yeah, yeah he, was, he didn't say super predators. That was Hillary Clinton that said super predators. Okay. But that was the super predator rule that was in that book, basically, in the, in the law that was built in, and that he signed it. But so did everybody else. I mean, it wasn't that they were the, they were the only one, but he was one of the ones that helped create it. Okay. So your point, you were going back, okay. back to what you were saying. Uh, okay. But going to uh, uh, American descendants of slavery. Dude, again, this is coming from me, and I don't know what what it holds, but I'm going to say it this way. To me, that is, that is the black culture of this country, American descendants of slavery. And so when we talk about being black and the way that I have seen this and the way that I, I speak about this is the culture of America, the only true culture is from that specific group, American descendants of slavery. Because if you were stolen and brought over, you're rerouted, your language is taken, your religion's taken, your culture's removed, and you have to start all over, that's like bringing a seed from another country, replanting it in this country, and growing it, and because of the soil, because of the water, the rain, the temperature, it's going to change what grows from that seed. And... That is what has made that. That is what this culture is. It's a brand new culture, and the reason I say American Black or Black Americans, however you want to say that, is it, it's it's different than African. It's different than Puerto. It, it's different than the Dominican. It's different than every. It is it is a unique culture that's created something that has become worldwide. That hip hop culture that is taken over the world. That start that was rooted right here, and. I, I think sometimes there is a kinship to skin color. So you see someone's from Africa, someone's from Dominica, and you guys have... There should be. Well, is there? Let me ask you if there should be. because There should absolutely well, should be. Well, well, let me ask you this, though. If you have come over here as an Amer- as one of the as a, as a former slave, and you are part of this culture, you're, you're one of the, this culture, and... You talk about white privilege, where we have been able to uh, take reward based on what the black community had suffered from. 
the black community, those American descendants of slaves have suffered from, and we reap rewards from it today. Everybody who comes over to this country that wasn't part of that reaps rewards from the suffering of that original group of black people that came here. Right. So if you come here from whatever country, Jamaica, whatever, there's all been strife in those countries as well. I'm not saying anybody doesn't have it, but talking about what did you get, why you left that country to come to this country is because you think it will be better for your life, correct? Yeah. But that's all built on the backs of those that group of slaves that came here, that were put here, the American descendants of slavery, that group, just because you have the same skin color doesn't mean that you, you put in the same that that group has put in. And just because you come over here from Jamaica and you're black doesn't mean that you're that from that group, from that culture. You didn't, you jump into that culture, you become part of that culture, right. but you didn't suffer the same thing. Your history doesn't have that. You weren't innate, you weren't the, I look at, that that's, other than the Native American Indian, the, the First Nation, however you want to say that, uh, the original slaves are the only true, uh, they're the only true Americans. Because they didn't bring a culture from someone else. This culture right. was written from right here. Right. So Jamaicans still come over here with their Jamaican culture. If you come over here for even from African, which you got, which, which blacks in America look at Africa as their heritage because it comes from their past. But that's like Italians who live here and, and still identifying as Italians from Italy. They're not. They're their own culture here now. Right. This culture is your culture. And if you came from that history... Everybody that comes after you that wasn't part of that has, is, is taking a free ride on the work that you put in. Now, white people might have uh, an advantage where they're, they don't have also the skin tone that they have to overcome in situations that this country uh, lays out for them. But they still didn't have to put in what the original black people of this country put in. Right. So is there not a separation no, I don't. I, 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 there shouldn't be, but there is. There, there, there shouldn't be, but there is, or there should be, but it should be done. How, how can there not? How can you not separate it when they didn't have? They don't have the same vested interest that you had. That you, you've had if you were an original American descendant of slavery. Well. Again, it's 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 like I think sometimes there's a there's an attitude of we're better than you, uh, you know, like Africans, like Patrice would go, Africans don't like black people, and again, my best friend is African, and a, and a lot of hardcore Africans don't like black people. No, they they have they have there's a lot of they've spoken out quite uh, quite loudly on how we don't like you niggas. We don't we don't we don't like you. Come on, just buy the fake purse and keep it moving. Um, you know, there's a saying, uh, all skin folk ain't kin folk. Yeah. Um, and again, there's just always been this divide within our community and what, and, and, and with our skin color. And I don't, I don't get that. Um, because you just said it. Yeah. Whatever you've gone through in terms of strife in Haiti or Jamaica or Africa, we've all been through it. So I would think that that's the common denominator. That's the common thread. That's the common thread that would make us be even tighter. But they came 
to this country for a better life because of what the original American descendants of slavery. Well, then say thank you, motherfucker. Instead of being. It's almost like that history they look at as we were we, we were peasants. But we're see, nothing. See, I, I guess my, my problem with this is and the reason I think that I, you know, you call me cap and I'm the, the guys. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I think there's something about that that is overlooked and missed where this original group of black people that. That's that, that in the 13 colonies were a very major component of continuing America and the originator of American culture. And when I look at that and I don't see that that's given credit or that's paid attention to, or that is been embraced as its own culture outside and in a bigger way. Um, that's why when we talk about things, one of the things that we talk about on the, on the podcast and we're talking about black people getting killed and we're talking about the poverty level, we talk about how, uh, how hard it is in this country. But despite that, what we don't talk about is look at all the success that black people have had in this country. Look at, look at the strides that are being met despite all that. Sometimes I think we, we, we work wrong by saying it's this bad, but we have, to, we have to be able to focus on what's bad so we can change it. But I don't think there's enough credit given to the amazing things that have happened, the the, the and the inventions and the uh, production that the uh, Black Americans haven't got credit for. So, you know, and that can't be taught in 30 days or 28 days in Black History Month. I, I just think that there's it's disingenuous that we're not rewarding this particular group of of people. And just because your your skin color is of that, I mean, all white people don't don't have they have white skin, but they don't all come from the same place. We don't die, uh, say that we are the same. There's a difference between uh, European cultures and where our, our cultures come from. So isn't it the same with black? And if that's the same, if that's the same, because I always thought it was disingenuous at one point in my life to say to to denote someone's color as who they are. So saying black wouldn't have been correct. But when I look at what the black American culture has done, I look at that as special and unique and its own. It should be designated as something different. Here, here. I, I don't know if that makes any sense. And it's a white guy saying it, so maybe it doesn't mean anything. Oh, when it comes from y'all, it means everything. No, it doesn't wink, mean anything. Wink, wink. Yeah. I, I just, I, 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 I think Rashad Simmons is on something. So that's all. All right. Um, Dominique Davis. Uh, yo, salute to you guys. Appreciate you reading my email. I'm a big fan of you, Aries, and your career, and I pray continuous success for the both of you guys. I would like to know what you guys think on this topic. I recently had a debate with my coworkers on the top five actors slash actresses. And for me, it was, excuse me, Denzel Washington, Al Pacino, Morgan Freeman, Angela Bassett, and Will Smith. But for my coworkers, each one of them had said Samuel Jackson in their top three. Now, I know it's their opinion, but am I bugging? Is Samuel Jackson top three? Also, who would you guys pick as your top three or five? Peace and blessings. Um, and this is a top five? Top five. This is a top five? Top three or five, you said. Well, top three, fuck, is the, come on. Uh, it's the Jordan, Magic, and Bird. That's Denzel, Al Pacino, and Robert De Niro. Um, 
if you have to round it out with another two, uh, I'd say Jack Nicholson. Now, is this the part where I'm supposed to put a woman in there just because? Yeah. If I have to put a woman in there, I'll say Angela Bassett. Oh, I could just as easily go with Viola Davis, but I don't know. To me, to me, I'm more familiar with Angela's body of work. Um, it, but the question is, is Sam Jackson in the top three? No. And if I take out Angela Bassett, then I put him in that fifth spot. You'd put him in that fifth spot? Something's making me want to go Leonardo DiCaprio. But, I don't know. Sam Jackson, a lot of his stuff feels so... Sam Jackson. There you go. (laughs) Motherfucker. It just, it's Sam Jackson. Dude, he, he, but he's iconic. Yes, and the fact that he's everywhere. He seems to be the only actor who doesn't make a straight to DVD movie. Yeah, but how how do we how do we skip over Lawrence Fishburne if you're gonna if you, Lawrence to me is not nah, he's been in iconic movies. Name three. Okay, and I like him as an actor, and I'm not going to be able to name three. That's, the the, the big the big movie obviously is The Matrix. That's not an iconic movie. That is an iconic movie. Matrix. It's not. It's iconic. No. Yeah. No. It's not. It's a great, great action movie, but not iconic. It it changed the genre. I mean, in terms of the technology, it came along at a at a different time. Yeah, at a time that was. But when you think iconic movie, Terminator is iconic. Yeah, but you can't put Arnold Schwarzenegger as one of the best uh, top five actors. So I guess it's a straight. Okay. So you're right. So acting doesn't necessarily have anything to do with an iconic movie anyway. It's who's the best actor. Name another Fishburne movie. Man, I can't even off the top of my head. I'll give him What's Love Got to Do With It. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was great. And he played a great. He, okay. he played that part well. All right. Name another two. I can't. Exactly. I I I know I like him as an actor, so I see if if he's in something, I'll see it. But I don't remember the names of him. Yeah, I think he's a great actor, but not iconic, dude. But you don't go back. You don't go back. Brando. I don't think I could. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando is, but but he feels so dated. Okay, so so you want a, a brand new Mount Rushmore? All of Pacino's movies. All of De Niro's movies, all of Denzel's movies, to me, stand the test of time. I don't know that on the waterfront, I could have been a contender. Does it for me like that. Stella, that, that movie was a great movie, but I, I don't know that I'm, I'm those movies, you know what I mean? Yeah, so they, you're not. Not, con- like, not like Goodfellas, not like Casino, not like Godfather, not like Dog Day Afternoon, not like. Uh, <clears throat> uh, John Q or Training Day or uh, what's another, another Philadelphia? Yeah, uh, Marlon Brando. Uh, so, so I think from, he from that era. Okay, so Philadelphia. You, do you put Tom Hanks there then too? 
you know what? I would give Tom Hanks over Sam Jackson. I forgot about that. He would be the fifth spot. Because you don't look at Tom Hanks and goes, like you said, Sam Jackson. You yeah. don't do that with Tom Hanks. Yeah, the, be, the, the range is so so. Oh, yeah, it's bigger. Yeah, they, because if you write, you could write a part. You write a part specifically that Sam Jackson, because you know that that character is right. that character. And yeah, that that is the, that is a bigger. Part. I think you named the movie. You said it was one of your favorite movies, Jackie Brown. Not, you, say, you didn't say that. No. Oh, um, but that character that Sam Jackson played in Jackie Brown. I would love to see him do more of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? that, that had a different. Yeah. Uh, you know what I just saw the other day? Uh, never mind. It's not important to what we're talking about. I, I think it's easy, though, when you do the top three. Like your top Who's three. Who's in your top five? Well, the top three is easy. What is it? What you just said. Oh, Denzel, De Niro, Pacino. Yeah, that comes right. out. Pretty easy. That's right? Jordan, Magic, yeah, and Bird. Yeah, it comes out. You can right. throw that out there pretty easily. Uh, man, after that, it, it gets weird for me because I think there's a lot of uh, good actors that don't, that aren't necessarily movie stars. Right. Well, just to round it out, who would you say? Uh, I would go Tom Hanks. Okay. Because four. he's played, he can play almost every character right. that there is. Uh, he can't play an action character, though. Uh, it would be interesting to see if he could. Tom Hanks? Yeah. Nah. To see if he could. He ain't got that body. Then. No, but like some kind of like hideous kind of double agent kind of right. character. Mm-hmm. Some, something along. That'd be different. That, I would like to see if it was possible. Uh, after that, man, I, I don't know because anyone could go into that spot for me. Uh, the one that I think that's kind of interesting that, uh, that a lot of people that I think has been in great movies and shows his range is Ed Norton. Mmm. But he's not a movie star. No. But like he, what, what he did in that movie, the score. Yeah. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Playing that. Yeah. What he just the um, I for, I forgot what that's called, but the, yeah, yeah, where he just has to say words. Yeah. Um, and then, dude, uh, to me, one of his coldest ever American History X. X. To play that character, to hate him. Yeah, as much as you did, and then Fight Club, which is con- right, considered just a whacked out movie. When right. you break it down, that character had to that was. So I'm just saying, right, th- that fifth spot could be given to anybody that can that just has great acting chops. And if you had to throw a woman in there, um, you know, you know, I I just she's been in a lot of movies that I liked. I, you, I know what you're gonna say. I don't remember her name though. I don't, I don't know. I just gonna say. I was gonna say. You gonna say Julia Roberts? No, no. Uh, I was gonna say. Uh, who's the chick that was in Devil Wears Prada? Oh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, Meryl Streep. I would have yeah, to put. You'd it. have to put her. See, and 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 like we like we said, movie star or actor. She's an actor, yeah. actress, actress. I don't know that she's a movie star. Julia Roberts is, is a, a movie, movie star. star. But how cold? Like how. You know. But Meryl Streep's body of work makes her a movie star because she has so many movies. Like, if, if you wanted to sell a movie... But you're right. If you, know you want, if you want to sell a sexy movie, you're going to go... Star power. But, she, but you know it's a good movie when she's have, in it, though. Have you ever seen Julia Roberts do something that you just went, yo, 
Mystic Pizza. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Julia Roberts isn't. She's a movie star. I've never star. seen her get dirty. What do you mean? Well, Aaron Brockovich. That was a. I and mean, I knew but, that, that's the one she got the award for. Yeah, right? that's the one that right. she she stretched. You yeah, know, she was an actress on, in that come movie. On, come on, like when Lawrence Fishburne played Ike Turner, that's getting dirty. Yeah, when Denzel Training Day, you dirty. You know who you didn't name that I thought you might name who? your chick, the one that you liked the best, the one that's uh, the one was in the space movie with George Clooney. Oh, uh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, that's your girl. Yeah, man, legs. She can act though. She can, she can. But she movie star. Movie star. Okay. Yeah. All right, Carlos Blake, um, Aries on the subject. Fucking Andy, Aries. Why is this dude always ride the middle? He never takes a definitive stance. Always playing the middle, and that's some bullshit. Please tell this fucker Sam Kinison could not play a black role. I did get an opportunity to catch you both at the Improv in D.C. about two years ago. I look forward to catching you both when you return. Success on the pod. Thank you, your boy. P.S. Please, more Paul Mooney. Nigga, you have it. There it is. I'm not going to be giving you Paul goddamn Mooney all goddamn day. Nigga, you asked for it. You got it. That's enough. Uh, I'm always going to stay in the middle, dude, because I don't know, I don't know why people want to be on the outside edges. You it's not it's not where it's not where reality is now if you want me to take a stance i'll take stances i have things that i believe in obviously people get mad at me so i must believe in something but the middle's uh i gotta listen to both sides man because somewhere in between those two sides is actually the answer it's not on the outside (laughs) um yeah i ain't got nothing on that that was andy's defense um uh, let me read this one uh, from Damien. Uh, subject: Spears and Steinberg podcast. Andy's defense of Trump. Aries, I love the podcast. Love your work on Mad TV. Love all your stand up. McDonald's. This email is in regard to Andy defending Trump in the last episode with the crybaby argument of wah wah. The media is so mean to Trump. They criticize everything he does. Well, the media absolutely should be heavily critical of a racist idiot who's made a mockery of the presidency. And the other part of this argument about Obama is nonsense as well. Is Obama running against Trump? No. So why do Trump and Andy need to keep mentioning him? Obama did more drone strikes than anybody. Obama did more deportation. Obama is no longer in office, nor is he running for office. You didn't hear Obama bitching about Bush when he was in office, and you rarely heard Bush bitching about Clinton. Andy is way too smart to defend a poor excuse of a human being like Trump. If you want to talk about good things Trump has done, then do that. But no, any time someone defends him, it always turns into this crybaby rant about how harsh the media is on him. Dude, this is where, this is where I'm finally going to have to put my foot down about this. It isn't about how harsh the media is on him. I never said anything about not being harsh on him. I said you have to be accurate. You have to quote correctly. You have to put things out the way that they actually are, and the media doesn't do that. That's the problem. They sell something fake because it's a great soundbite, and then that's what brings out the rampant side, his, his followers. And when he says things like right now, like we're stealing the election, well, it's based on his, his, his followers have mis- 
information that's out there that they use to believe in him. When if you would have cut this shit out at the beginning and you would have quote right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the quote right now that, uh, uh, and this is because Farah sent this in. And, and I, and I want to make sure that this is understood. I'm not even going back on Farah to make Farah feel weird about this. Farah sent me in something where I said that wasn't the quote about uh, Trump saying that all Mexicans are rapists and drug dealers. And so then she went and she Googled the quote and she sent it to me. And I even said on the last episode, I don't think that that's 100% accurate either. But I didn't have it. I didn't have a way to look it up at the time. Because if you guys have to understand this, one, we do this when we're on the road. I happen to be at my house right now, but normally we do this on the road. Two, when we do the podcast, Aries doesn't show me any of the emails in advance because I like to just go off the top of my head. That's why I don't remember a lot of names. Whatever. Not making up any excuses. It's just the way it is. So I couldn't look anything up, but I'm going to have to change that now. I'm going to have to start looking at some of these because uh, I need to have the quotes. So here's the point. The quote uh, that Trump actually has had, and you're going to, it's not going to change your mind. You're still going to feel the same way about him. But when you give out the actual quote, you can't hide from it anymore. So the quote is, Trump, this is what Trump said about Mexicans. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems. They're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. That's a different quote from uh, Mexicans are rapists and drug dealers, which is what the media likes to just do the quick quote, and that's not what he said. Does this make him a better person? No. I don't think it makes him a better person, but is it easily to to take this and say it's the same as what he actually said? No, it's not. Farah said, I was able to Google it and look it up. Well, Farah, what happened was, is that somewhat other article gave out the quote that you quoted, which wasn't his quote. And this is how we get into the situation where you have this crazy, I don't even want to use the word crazy, you have a, a megalomaniac that is using his skills, which is to manipulate, because he's using the media's manipulation of us. We're being manipulated by both sides and you guys don't even realize it. You need to not just, you don't need just to listen to what uh, social media has for you. You need to do investigation and then you need to ask yourself, who does this benefit? And when you ask who does it benefit, then you can start to find some of the answers. Okay, here's what I want to do and I want to be careful because again, this is the reason why last week's podcast i mean email episode only took three yeah two or three because so i don't want to drag this out but i have to say this now one of my favorite scenes in the movie uh a few good men is right after kevin bacon finishes questioning noah wiley and he had the book oh i know exactly yeah yeah Yeah, and as he's coming back to his grabs the book uh tom cruise in the same rhythm and stride grabs the book from Kevin Bacon. Now, of course, you people listening to this can't see the visual, but Andy's holding the paper in his hand, and I'm Tom Cruise in this shit out of his hand. This is where we get the, the issue. The first five words, and words are important. Yep. Context is important. When Mexico yeah, sends its people, sends its people, that's where the trouble begins. Because when you go... When Mexico, you're already saying that Mexico, this this place, they are responsible. When Mexico 
sends its people. So when they're sending their people, they're not sending their best. When I keep saying that's not the majority of the people coming over here, it's flipped. He's making it sound like when Mexico sends its people. Okay, well, of all the people they're sending, the majority of them are not drug dealers, rapists, and, and criminals. So when you say that like that, that's how that comes off. And he's doing that on purpose. Okay, but understand, if you take this into context, with the time, I'm not giving him a break on this. I'm saying make the quote correct. But, but, but like this, some of the people that come here from Mexico are rapists, murderers, and killers. But the majority of the people they send are their best. But Do you see the difference? Yeah, but that's not true either, though. So, no, I understand what you're trying to say. I understand what you're trying to say. But none of... First of all, all I'm saying is, if you get the quote right, they can't twist it. you, the media was trying to, to get him. If you get the quote right, they can't, he can't use that any longer. That was my whole point. People think it's defense of him. I'm not defending him. I'm saying that I'm holding the media accountable to give you the actual quote because that's what you need to be able to defeat yeah. someone like him. Two is you got to hold the media accountable because the media is what opens the door for him to be Weasley. You think that I'm defending him when I'm not. I'm criticizing the media for not giving out the information because that changes the way that he can manipulate everything. Also, really quickly, when he was coming over at this time, this is when they were having the caravans. When I said, you got to ask, sometimes you got to ask other questions. Why were those caravans, if he's saying he's not going to let people into this country, why were these large caravans coming? Do you think that just Mexicans just decided to, like, this is our opportunity when he says that we can't come? And these lar the largest caravans ever were coming out to try to get to the United States. you got to ask yourself more questions. Why was all of a sudden these caravans coming here? Who was funding the caravans and what was the purpose? Do some investigation. I have. I know what I'm talking about. Ask the question, who's benefiting, who's losing, and what's happening to every single time you read anything. It changes the way that you see things. When you say, why am I always in the middle? It's because I'm asking the question, who's benefiting? There's, very, there's a very interesting article that came up right now where somebody was talking uh, poorly about Camilla Harris. And then they said, because th th they said all these bad things about her. And then they said, one of the things that she didn't do was convict Steve Mnuchin who is, you, you know, the, the money dude, the treasury guy for Trump, right? Mm -hmm. Why did they put her and Trump in one conversation together? They wanted to make her out to be bad, but then they also put, brought up Mnuchin, who's in Trump's administration. So there's a connection that they're trying to establish here. Ask all the questions. Stop just reading what someone says. Ask yourself some more questions. All right. <clears throat> Uh, our girl, Shamor. My Sherry Amor, sweeter than a summer day. Uh, Shamor, what's happening, baby? Um, hey, guys, I watched Middleman and really enjoyed it. I would love to hear more 
underrated, lesser-known movies from you and possibly other listeners. Here are a few that I like that, it, uh, that don't and don't think they get the recognition they deserve. Um, how many of these have you two seen? Aries, you said you're squeamish, so let me warn you, a couple of these movies have extremely bloody graphic fight scenes. Does that type of blood bother you like gore? No, it doesn't. Um, I don't mind a punch in the face and a splat of blood. Matter of fact, I was watching Wolf of Wall Street yesterday and that funny scene where the gay dude keeps trying to deny having stolen the 20000 from uh, Leonardo and then the Asian dude just comes up and punches him in the face and that splat of blood shoots on, uh, what's my man's name, the fat kid? Uh, it's, is it Seth? No. No, that's a, that's the wrong one. Uh, but you know, the, I don't the, the, the friend, and he just starts vomiting. That was hilarious. Um, I think it's completely different. I love Braveheart, but don't care for the gratuitously, gratuitously, gratuitously gory scenes. There's not that many gory, gory scenes, scenes in, in there, Braveheart. I think there was. Yeah, I'm watching Better Call Saul and loving it. Thanks, Andy. Because of that, I decided to give Power Book Two a try, and I'm liking more. Than I thought I would. I like the new characters, but of course, something is missing without Ghost and Tommy. Thank you. Uh, the one major problem is Mary J. drowning on the Titanic. I really wish they would have hired a better or real actress because they've written a good character. Also, Farah, where you at, sis? The best part of the email episode is hearing the words from our girl, Farah. I know what will follow is a message that will make me laugh, think, and most important, won't require multiple attempts to figure out what she means. Here are, here are my movies. Hell or High Water, Raid Redemption, Upgrade Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, Shoot Him Up, Killer Joe. As always, keep up the great work, C.E. I'm going to check those movies out. I never heard of any of them. Have you I, heard? I've heard of some of them, but not you all of them. You haven't seen any of them? Uh, I've seen uh, Shoot Him Up. Is it good? Yeah, it was good. And uh, Action movie? Before the, uh, the Devil Knows You're Dead. I did not watch it. I saw, uh, I saw part of it, but I didn't watch the whole thing. We'll shoot him up an action movie? Yeah. Oh, really? Um, Farrah, I'm a, I mean Farrah. Shamar, damn, I'm cheating. Uh, <laughs> I'm cheating on my ladies. Um, Shamar, I'm, gonna be tell- I'm right with you, girl. Listen, I tried. I tried to watch Power Book 2, and that is my number one problem. I feel like the man of the house ain't home. And I can't chill and put my feet up on the coffee table if the man of the house ain't there to give me the permission. I can't go through the fridge and just pick out something to heat up if the man of the house ain't there to give me permission. It's like if they re or if they tried to bring back the Sopranos without Tony. I can. How can you? How can you? The main ingredient is not there. And I'm going to be honest with you, girl. I can't. I'm, I, I can't buy Method Man as a lawyer. I see that Wu-Tang nigga coming out. That's it. I cannot. Trying to watch him in a suit. Stop typecasting your people. Being a lawyer. It ju- I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. No, that's not. I finally saw the end of actual uh, power. I actually saw season six. Just recently. Did you skip or you no, really I watched, watched uh, all the way through? Finally. Oh, you watched finally the whole? Yeah, yeah, because I have stars now. Okay, before you get to that, yeah. what did you think when his daughter got killed? Oh, well, I saw that when, uh, when his daughter got killed. It was 
What do you mean? What do I think? Like, like, was it? Wasn't that like? Oh shit! shit. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that right. to happen. Yeah, but the thing is, it made me hate the son even more. Wasn't he a fucking dick? And so now I've watched some of the Power Book, right? And I'm like, man, someone kill this mother. <laughs> <laughs> someone kill this motherfucker. Like, like yeah, like right. And I just, I, I still him killing. Uh, a uh, ghost. It's, 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 it's. I feel bad now because, dude, I stopped Sons of Anarchy. I got to pick that back up. No, I, I eventually I said I'd get to it. I did, but geez, that that series. I, I, I thought Ghost deserved a better ending than that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, listen. Like I said, nobody beats Tony as far as to me a character. But he had that same strong, I run shit, intimidating factor, man. Yeah, and slippery. He could get out of it. Yeah, he was in smart. a suit. Yeah. But it reminded me of the 80s when there was that show, there was a show called Dallas. And and the one year, it was like, who shot JR? Right. And, you know, they, they set it up kind of like they did here where you saw everybody there. So it could have right. been anybody. Right. And then so the whole season plays out so that you can see who actually, you know, who actually shot Ghost. Right. But that's how it was with JR. Like, we waited, and then that was the cliffhanger, and then you waited the whole summer. Right. Uh, that's what this felt like. It felt, it just felt a little contrived. It didn't feel like, like, I thought that there should be a better ending for Ghost. Well, let me ask you this. Prior to you finding out who killed Ghost, when they do that thing where they show everybody yeah. rug, who did you think did it? I thought it was the son. You really thought it was yeah, the son? Yeah, I did. Holy shit. I did because he, he, he had... Tommy was never going to kill him. Tommy wanted oh, to kill I knew, him. Oh, I knew Tommy wasn't going to kill him. They was like brothers. Tommy wanted to kill him but couldn't kill him. Right. But there was a moment where Tommy could have killed him right where Ghost went There was to a kill few him. moments Well, but no, where, but when... When Tommy, I thought, had it in him to do it, it was when right. Ghost took out his car with the other dude in it. Right. I thought at that moment, okay, now Tommy and him are equal mentally. But then later you see Tommy where he's like, nah, you knew that he couldn't do it anymore. Right. He has he had too much love for, uh, for Ghost. I thought it was either going to be uh, Angela's sister or Sax. Sax, I, okay, I'd go, but I don't see Sax doing that because he's, there was a lot of bark. Right. Not a lot of bite to him. Right. Uh, he, was, he was a weasel. Uh, Angela's sister, she, I don't, as much as she would have wanted to, I think she would have got there, lifted up the gun and shot herself. I don't think she, <laughs> she, I don't That's think, a $10 a lot, a lot of money. money. I don't think she had it. I, the character wise, I, it, it came down to the really the two. It's either, it's either his wife or, or, or his son. Right. Those are the, those are the two that, was it an oh shit moment for you when you saw Tommy kill Angela? Yeah, because that would, well, and here's, here's where I have to take back what I just said, because could Tommy kill Ghost? I think that's who he went there to kill, though, wasn't it? Uh, yes, because she, he, she moved, he got her to move her so, out the way. So Tommy did have she moved it. moved him out the way. So I shouldn't say that about Tommy. Tommy did have it. But right. the way they played that, his character, Tommy, back and forth, sometimes he seems like, the killer, and other times he seems like right. no, he, like, not that kind of guy. Like he looks up to Ghost, like he's holding right. Ghost's hand. But he also seemed like he resented Ghost because 
he seemed like he had the whole ghost's hand. Yeah. So I don't know. It, I guess it depended. Maybe Tommy was bipolar in in the character. Uh, like because that God, I didn't know you finished it. Yeah, I just finished. I it. thought you quit and was like, no, no, no. Ah. no I was always going to finish it. I just, oh, I just told shit. you I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to pay twenty nine dollars for that last season. You Jew to see <laughs> fucking. Um. Okay, and and did you try and watch? Power Book 2? I've watched a few episodes. I haven't been able to catch up. Do you like it? I don't like the... Honestly, I'm going to tell you this, and this is what I realized the other day, because I hate that kid so much. I realized, just after hating him, like watching the last last season of of Power and then trying to watch... He must be a fucking amazing actor. Because <laughs> I absolutely cannot stand this right, motherfucker, right? right? right and he right. had to get me there. Right. And just watch it. Just, you know, and have it. But when you watch someone that has all the advantages and he just wants to, you know, you didn't tell me about my, you don't, you don't need to know if that's not your past. Right. That's my past. Right, right, right. You know, this is, you know, you're going this way. Yeah. I, I have a really hard time with him. Yeah. And like I said, and, I, and I'm going to be, Shamar, again, I, I, I don't think Mary J is that great as an actress. And, and, and I'm telling you, like, there's something, like, Meth is such a street nigga. Him in that suit, I feel like he's trying to come off like lawyer jargon, lawyer behavior, and I don't buy it at all. Dude, I think he does a great... I like Meth Man. Really? Yeah. As that lawyer? As that lawyer, yeah. Nah, man. Nah. I'm not buying it. And I, like I said, the main reason for me is go Satan in it. I just can't do it. Like, I know they're going to do that Sopranos movie about the Sopranos younger, and James Gandolfini's son is playing him. So that's the reason why I'll go see that, because it's a younger Tony, and who better than your real son? But if they tried to do the Soprano movie without Tony, no way I'm seeing that. I know. It, 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 it'll be hard for me to watch Power They're going to make a movie about the Soprano family and not have Anthony. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. You should do a ghost. I wish I could. He, does he have a sound though? You gotta have. He, you gotta he, have something. He, he has a. I can't do it justice. But when I when I when I went to the AVNs this last time to host, and I had on a, I bought a nice hot red jacket, and I had on a black mock turtleneck and black slacks and shoes, and when I put that motherfucker on, dog, I felt like ghosts, and I was in the mirror like, Tommy, Angela. And that's as far as I could go. <laughs> but damn. There's a, there's a whisper to his voice, right? Yeah, but there's also... Dude, the, 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 the coldest characters are the ones who can scare you without being raw. And he had a fucking demeanor, look, silence at times where you just felt like even if you were his woman, if you stepped too much, he was going to slap shit out you. Okay, now... Before we go out of this too much, though, I just want to say this one thing. When you first asked me about whether I liked power, and I said mm-hmm. I didn't like it, I said I didn't like it from the beginning. Right. And from the very first opening, when he, uh, when he kills uh, the dude and lets the chick go, mm-hmm. and he does it at the restaurant in the loading dock. Yes. And I said, to me, that's when I lost the movie because it was all bullshit from then. Right. The very end of the movie... Right. is based, not the very end, but towards the end of the movie, is about them going to court and the woman who they released and, and it was at, they were put it at the loading dock. At the, right. the, that, was, that was the end because 
it was so fucking stupid the way they set it up in the beginning. <laughs> because you would never do that. If you went your whole life to remove yourself from, from being that, right. you don't let that enter your first step into being a legitimate businessman. You right. keep your business clean. You don't go kill someone on the loading dock. You don't have Tommy bring uh, them tied up in the back of a car. That right. from the very beginning, this is what that's what fucked it up for me. Right. So there, that that, that was. Oh, it. And, and one more because I remember when we when we when we one of, one of the reasons why I wanted you to watch it because I kept going. There's so many oh shit moments. There was another great oh shit moment when fucking Tasha killed uh, Tommy's girl, dude. That I was not expecting. That was one of the moments where I was like, because that's her girl. Yeah. And Tommy comes home with, with, the, with the kid. Yeah. He tells him, go wait, because he sees. Uh-huh. He drops the ring. He fucking falls to his knees. And the show would always end on a note that made you go, fuck, I want to see the next one. That's why I love that show, man. Okay, and here's another. Oh. Here's the other part, though. When I, and I shouldn't talk shit about Tommy as much as I have today about whether you would or wouldn't kill Ghost. I'm, I'm going to take it back another step. He killed his own girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Tasha killed his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. His mom is a wreck. Tommy has access to all kinds of weaponry. He's a white dude. You don't think he was going to go take out like some office or something? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's not even about the crew anymore. It's about like him just going over to a, a fucking uh, McDonald's. And- but but he, he, he was still very street in his personality. He was a nigga. Dude, when he... He wasn't the kind of white boy that overdoes it, like talk with yeah. all black slang, grills and necklaces, but he was a black dude inside, even though he was white. He's so, from the neighborhood. From the neighborhood. So you're going to stay true to the culture. And niggas don't go shoot up McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> That's real white boy shit. <laughs> um, Autobot. Autobots, assemble. All right. Hello. I'm sorry. Do you know the dude who used to do all those voices like on... Mike Empl- Winslow. They, oh, yeah, that's right. Do you know him? No. Oh, okay. You just brought him up? Yeah, it was just because you made that doo-doo-doo oh, okay. sound, and I was oh, like... he would have probably made it really sound. He, he like was that. fucking... Yeah. Uh, Rick, Rick, Ricky. All right. Hello, Aries and Andy. A.A. A2, double A. I'm not going to say SS because it don't sit well with my Jewish folks. <laughs> I don't get that. Because the SS was the, 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 that was the Stormtroopers uh, SS, those lightning bolt SS. Oh. But you could use it because KISS, the band KISS, they use those two lightning bolt SSs at the end of their oh. name, and they're Jews. And uh, so, you know, marketing is marketing. There you go. I know I always interact with y'all briefly over Instagram. And I had been procrastinating for a little while on writing a proper email, so here it goes. First of all, I would like to thank you for your shout-outs as well as the great content you put out there for all us listeners. Moreover, I definitely encourage all new listeners to start from episode one and make your way down the line. So this way, y'all get to experience the metamorphosis of not only the format of the podcast, but the different interactions of ANA amongst themselves. Even the whole ANA thing came to... Uh, came to fruition through time. Um, the listeners that offer feedback or avid participants in the inception of various inside jokes and phrases that have become a central part of the content puts in parentheses, $10 
pussy-ass niggas. The quarterback is toast. toast. God, I've not done that in a while. In uh, addition, nice. <laughs> it's nice that you haven't. Uh, and you forgot. Uh, ah, Red Butler. Um, in addition, I would like to express my gratitude and content in regards to lending a piece of your podcast space to those artists that would like to get a bit of exposure through a bigger platform such as yours. I don't know if anyone has publicly thanked y'all yet, but I'm doing so on their behalf. This particular section of the podcast shows the lack of self selfishness, lack of selfishness, and will to help others without expecting anything in return, and that is a huge sign of growth and humbleness. Much respect, brothers. Having said all that, I can now get into a few of the parts I enjoy most about this podcast. Movies and TV shows all the way from the 70s to now. Sports-wise, I guess that's the only thing that's covered is basketball and boxing, but that's good enough. The Michaels are the GOAT, Jordan, Tyson, even Jackson, no doubt. Honorable mention to Michael Phelps and Schumacher from Formula One. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. <clears throat> the socio-political aspect of back then and now, race, politics, the media, comedy, etc. By far my favorite part of the podcast is listening to Aries struggle through poorly written emails. The struggle and frustration is palpable, and I die laughing every time Aries gets frustrated reading them. Perhaps y'all could rank the worst emails written that week and bestow upon the author, excuse me, the author, the Glory Scholar Award. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to catch up with y'all. I don't have anything, anything to plug but my Instagram, in which I pretty much post cool pictures of places I travel to and things I experience. Good food, liquor, cigars, video games, events, art, silly shit, etc. I can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Autobot underscore Prime. All the best and continue with the success. Auto, $10 appears to be a considerable amount of currency. Thank you, Autobot. Autobot, you're like uh, Shia LaBeouf's character in the Transformers. That's who you are with Wiki. Uh, yeah, dude his his Instagram. Have you do you ever check him out? You know, I, I gaze at it uh, every he, now. He and goes then. To some of the coolest fucking places. I'm not jealous of a lot of people, but when I see oh, yeah? where his pictures are coming from, where's he go? All over the world. Really? Yeah. He's a world traveler. Yeah. He's like the Dosekis nigga. Yeah. The most interesting Hispanic in the world. Young, though. So. What does he do for a living, you know? No. Autobot, I'd love to know what you do for a living, dog. Um, yeah. All right. Um, um, Daniel Bent. You're. What up, fam? I'm trying to get on your email Hall of Fame. So here's another one for y'all. I'm writing this email while listening to episode 203. I watched videos with Joe Rogan talking about Carlos Mencia. Joe had a camera guy recording him, putting, recording him, putting him. Mm. I think he wanted him canceled for stealing jokes. Why else go through the trouble of filming it? I agree with Andy on his point about it's not being Joe's responsibility to take on the whole industry for doing what he did. On the other hand, Aries is right about how he did it was fucked up so basically nigga you being pedantic uh that's my take on it your aries don't feel any type of way about your impressions uh you were in your prime uh prime you you were in your prime you i'm sure you were always training your voice <clears throat> nigga you should train with some books 
punctuation marks and commas. Um, for the big night, those other dudes, whole milk and butter are them voices, with the exception of Godfrey, who I feel has a wide range to his craft. The same applies to you in regards to your wide range. Pause. You can actually get up on stage and tell jokes as yourself instead of being a bunch of different characters. If anything, dust off the impressions crown and remind yourself and everyone else, Leroy Furious voice, I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm sure them niggas was inspired by you to tweet their voices a little bit. Matter of fact, you was the first comic that I seen do Denzel Washington and murdered it. Shout out to both of you guys. Keep the funny going. Thank you, Daniel. That was sweet, baby. Um, that, that is true, though. You, you're not dependent on your, your impressions. Never wanted to be. No, and so that... Yeah. But, but I, I, I have to thank Eddie Murphy for that. Because, again, I'm an, I'm, I, Eddie Murphy was my inspiration and was a god to me. And uh, Delirious, I must have played that tape till it broke. Um, I was like, the impressions is great, but this nigga's funny. Which was your favorite Eddie Murphy album? Oh, fucking album? Well, oh, concerts? Concerts, yeah. He only had two. Yeah, I know. So, oh, Delirious. That's the yeah. creme de la creme, nigga. Listen, the first 15 minutes of Raw is great to me. The rest, eh. Eh. By his standard, eh. By, by Delirious' standard. Standard, yeah. That's Delirious from beginning to end, end was ridiculous. Yeah. Raw to me... Once he got past the impressions, eh. your favorite your favorite comedy CD or album or whatever you want to address it concert of all time. Who is it? Dave Chappelle killing him softly. Really? That killing him softly, nigga. And, and and you know what? Right next to that, like if both those specials, if two of his specials were actual comedians. Fucking killing him softly is Dave, and um, equanimity is Patrice. Equanimity is dope. The way he fucking that whole thing at the end about Emmett Till, that that shit that gives me chills. The way he tied all that up, oh that that was yeah. But damn, how do I say that and not mention Patrice? Because elephant in the room is a juggernaut. Ooh. Yeah, those are my top three. Yeah? Yeah, those are my top three. You have a favorite prior album? Wanted. Wanted. It was the it was the it was the concert. It was a recorded concert. It was want, it was called Wanted. More than Live on the Sunset Strip? I like Live on the Sunset Strip almost as much, but Dude, I like prior I like all Prior's I I just like Prior's work. It just doesn't hold up as far as uh what he's talking about. We've We've grown so much. Some people don't, you know. Even when I use right. reference, yeah. Even right. when I use the reference, uh, red rum, red rum, red rum, right from The Shining. Some people don't know what the fuck that is. Right. It's like what? It's an iconic movie that. Right. But you know, times have changed. Some, right. Someone just hit me. I, I don't know if you're going to have this in there, but someone just hit me up with a movie. He goes, "Man, you got to check this movie out." And it was Clockwork Orange, and it was a movie that I grew up on. It's like uh, I heard the name. Yeah, it's 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 just a movie. It's an old, but I know the movie. I've seen the movie dozens of Somebody times. Somebody emailed me and said, "Buckaroo Banzai is an excellent movie." It is an excellent movie, <laughs> dude. How many stars are in that movie? Oh my god! How many stars are in that movie? Oh man, I know, but damn. 
<laughs> nah. Dude, it's an excellent movie. All right, I think we got time for one more. Where are we? Uh, yeah, we got time for one more. We're right at an hour. All right. Uh, let's end on a kick Annie in his nuts note. Yeah, great. Uh, from Joshua Jose. I always fuck this nigga's name up. I think it's Jose Gardia, but I always say Joshua. Um, episode 198. Man, Andy hasn't pissed me off this much in a while. Okay, good. He keeps saying he's voting for the media, but I don't see where on the ballot box it shows the fucking media. I'll show you. Then he says, <laughs> he says he wants the media to scrutinize everything the next president does like Fox News doesn't exist. Fox scrutinized every fucking move Obama did. He couldn't wear a fucking tan suit without them having a problem with that. And he needs to gather most facts. He did all that work to say that Trump never said Mexico was sending its worst ever. Either way, you guys are great. I'll keep listening and waiting for you guys to come back to Phoenix. By the way, check this out. Maybe Andy will realize it's Trump putting his own fucking foot in his mouth and not just the media. And then, of course, he sent a link. Yeah. Um, again, it's not about Trump putting his foot in his mouth. I'm not going to deny he does that all the time. It's us getting it right to hold him accountable. That's what you, that's what you guys are just missing the basics. And Ari said, "Hey man, I remember this last week when he said this. And I wish I would have said it on the podcast and I didn't." But he goes, "Hey man, if it's if it if it smells like doo doo, it's doo doo. I don't need to see the whole thing." So if you go to a movie and you understand the gist of the movie, do you get up and leave, or do you watch the whole fucking movie? It depends on how bad the movie is. <laughs> I, when I saw that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I told you, I called you. I've never walked out of a movie. <laughs> I walked out that bitch. Dude. I, and, and, and you talk about all the stars in a movie. Yeah. Pacino was in that movie. Leonardo DiCaprio. Fucking um, Bill, uh, 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 Brad Pitt. Harvey Keitel. Was, Harvey was in there, right? I don't remember Harvey in that movie. Okay, but Pacino. Fucking DiCaprio Dude, and, 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 and Brad Pitt. Watch it again. I can't. Dude, I watched it again. It was it again. that bad. No, I watched it again. I liked it. No. Yeah, I didn't like no. it. It's a good movie. It just doesn't go anywhere. Dude, that movie stunk. <laughs> and, and again, you, the three stars, and then look who made it. Um, Tarantino. Yeah. He's on some score. If, if you did, if you did, well, shit. If you did like a, a, a Mount Rushmore directors, he's on that bitch. You think so? Tarantino? Yeah. Yeah. Scorsese, Tarantino. I'm not too big on directors. Now, Francis Ford Coppola. But Godfather was his only thing, really. No. What else he do? I think he did. Didn't he do Color of Money? He did. Uh, he's done a lot of movies. I'm not going to. Yeah. Oh, fucking. What am I? I'm dumb bugging. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. And then what about George Lucas? Star Wars. That's it. What's his biggest claim to fame? You need more than that. Well, it's hard to be above the biggest, one of the biggest movies ever. Yeah, but if you're that good, then wouldn't you be able to crank out more than just that? Well, I think he's, he has so much because of that. I mean, all the, everything that's come from that has all been from Lucas Studios. So. Right, but to get back on topic, okay. no, not if the movie's shitty. No. Okay, the point is, you need, you need the whole picture. That's all, that's all I've ever said about this dude. When I, and we're not going to tell you where the media box is, and since you don't see the media boxes, and you brought up uh, Fox News. And I'm going to say this because this is the way that I feel about this too. Fox News is one, just one network. 
We have four networks that gives out disinformation on the other side as well. Now, do I feel Fox News is far worse? Yes. But do the four against the one, is it equal? Probably. I, I think you, you probably, if you're watching those four stations versus Fox, you're probably getting the same amount of misinformation. What I'm trying to say is watch bo- all the stations, get all the information, and then try to find, ask the question, who wins in this, who loses it, and why? And then you're going to start finding out different answers. And you're going to find out that there's people who have their own agendas. Start looking at who owns the companies that you're listening to. There's more to this, man. Everybody, what's your favorite? There's checker players and there's chess players. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I'm going to tell you, the general public is checker players. The people that own the these general things. public is shoots and lattice players. Okay. And, and, and hungry, hungry hippos. And these people are playing chess with us. They're manipulating and moving us around the board the way that they want us to. You have to start looking behind things. Just don't accept what you get. Uh, and then verify what you got. It, it, it's, not, it's not fun. It makes you crazy. It makes you like me. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm not a good... I mean, mentally, this does not help me. But you need to look at it all. All right, there it is. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode of the emails. Uh, love y'all. Um, I don't know where the fuck we're going to be in this COVID contest. Uh, we just out here floating in space. Yeah, we'll let you know what happens next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so there, there it is. Um, uh, Spearsburg Pod, all the social media is under Spearsburg Pod now. Uh, Instagram, uh, please, uh, when you go to all these, uh, please follow us because they're all new accounts. So Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. If you could follow us, the, uh, it, would, it would help uh, the podcast out. We appreciate your support. The $10 a lot of money shirts are still available. You can, get, uh, you can hit me up at uh, Andy Comedy on my IG page. Or even if you do it on our uh, Spears and Steinberg page, we'll, we'll, we'll see it and we'll uh, get back to you. Um, it's, it's 101? Hits 101. No, don't want to hear this. Uh, if, you, oh, if you are from Hits 101 and you become uh, our listener and you're listening to us on now on our, uh, on our streaming platform, thank you very much for uh, making the jump over. <laughs> yeah. Um, and without further ado, uh, coming up right now, um, this is sent to me by David Higgins. Um, Instagram, CCDE. V-I-B-E-S C-C-D-E Vibes Facebook Chinese Connection Club Embassy uh, Email is uh, the C-C-D-E at gmail.com Bandcap Chinese Connection Dub Embassy Enjoy this track Steve Hit him up Yeah so y'all think y'all the kings of the Memphis? Y'all think y'all the kings of Memphis? CCDE, come out and play! Your empire will soon be gone. 
leave a message, a legacy. We change the rule book and history. A time for action has begun. Fight with passion until we are born. Into the world. If y'all want it, we go our way irresponsible. If y'all want it, we go our way irresponsible. It's a war zone, bitch. It's a war zone. It's a war zone, bitch. It's a war zone. If y'all want it, we go our way irresponsible. If y'all want it, we go our way irresponsible. It's a war zone, bitch. It's a war zone. It's a war zone, bitch. It's a war zone. My dad's in the bitch, another black male found slain in the street. Either by a hater or a damn police. Anywhere it go, death to my enemy. This is fucked up, not make you and me. No mercy for a nationality. Justice is a word you cannot see. Unless you're being used to obtain on the feet. Feel it, baby.